0: to The Daily Poem here on the Close Reads Podcast Network. I'm David Kern. Today's poem is by Wallace Stevens, who lived from 1879 to 1955. He was a modernist poet. He was educated at Harvard in the New York Law School, and he spent most of his life working in insurance in Connecticut. In an anthology called The Best Poems of the English Language, which was selected and edited by Harold Bloom, Bloom refers to Wallace Stevens as the principal American poet since Walt Whitman and Emily Dickinson, considering him of even greater stature than uh, Robert Frost, for example. He won the Pulitzer Prize in 1955 for his collected poems. Interestingly, when he was a younger man after college, he actually uh, did not produce much poetry, at least he didn't publish much poetry during that time, instead focusing on his career and on his marriage. But he came back to it... Uh, much later when he was in his mid-30s with a collection uh, with a poem called Sunday Morning, and that was in 1915. Today's poem, The Idea of Order at Key West, comes from 1934 and was published in a collection called Ideas of Order, as well as in his uh, collection, The Collected Poems of Wallace Stevens, the one that won the Pulitzer Prize. This is a very difficult poem to interpret, and so I am going to avoid doing so, but I am going to go ahead and read it. It's a little bit long, so I may only read it once. Um, We'll see how it goes. THE IDEA OF ORDER AT KEY WEST, BY WALLACE Stevens. She sang beyond the genius of the sea. The water never formed to mind or voice like a body, holy body, fluttering its empty sleeves. And yet its mimic motion made constant cry, caused constantly a cry that was not ours, although we understood, inhuman, of the veritable ocean. The sea was not a mask. No more was she. The song and water were not medleyed sound, even if what she sang was what she heard, since what she sang was uttered word by word. It may be that in all her phrases stirred the grinding water and the gasping wind, but it was she and not the sea we heard. For she was the maker of the song she sang. The ever-hooded, tragic-gestured sea was merely a place by which she walked to sing, "'Whose spirit is this?' we said, "'because we knew it was the spirit that we sought "'and knew that we should ask this often,' as she sang. "'If it was only the dark voice of the sea that rose, "'or even colored by many waves, "'if it was only the outer voice of sky and cloud, "'of the sunken coral water-walled, "'however clear it would have been deep air, "'the heaving speech of air, "'a summer sound repeated in a summer without end and sound alone. "'But it was more than that,' more even than her voice and ours, among the meaningless plungings of water and the wind, theatrical distances, bronze shadows heaped on high horizons, mountainous atmospheres of sky and sea. It was her voice that made the sky acutest at its vanishing. She measured to the hour its solitude. She was the single artificer of the world in which she sang, and when she sang, the sea, whatever self it had, became the self that was her song, for she was the maker. Then we, as we beheld her striding there alone, Knew that there never was a world for her Except the one she sang and singing made. Ramon Fernandez, tell me if you know why, When the singing ended and we turned toward the town, Tell why the glassy lights, The lights in the fishing boat at anchor there, As the night descended, tilting in the air, Mastered the night and portioned out the sea, Fixing emblazoned zones and fiery poles, Arranging, deepening, enchanting night, Oh, blessed rage for order, pale Ramon, the maker's rage to order words of the sea, words of the fragrant portals, dimly starred, and of ourselves and of our origins, in ghostlier demarcations, keener sounds. So that's a pretty complex poem. Bloom claimed that it is, quote, perhaps impossible to interpret this poem fully, end quote. Although the poem, quote, affirms a transcendental poetic spirit, yet cannot locate it, end quote. Yet, according to Jay Perini, who in The Guardian a few years ago uh, claimed that the idea of Order at Key West was the second best American poem. And he said that Stephen's sumptuous glittering language tanks blank verse and reinvents it. This poem raises to a sublime level what Stephen's once called a war, quote, between the mind and the sky, end quote. The poem celebrates the blessed rage for order at the heart of all creative work. The one thing that critics seem to uh, seem to agree on is that this is at least a poem about the creative process, about the action of writing poetry. So with that in mind, I'll read it one more time, and then I'll let you draw what conclusions you'd like to draw. The Idea of Order at Key West by Wallace Stevens. She sang beyond the genius of the sea. The water never formed to mind or voice like a body holy body fluttering its empty sleeves and yet its mimic motion made constant cry caused constantly a cry that was not ours although we understood inhuman of the veritable ocean the sea was not a mask the song and water were not medlied sound even if what she sang was what she heard since what she sang was uttered word by word It may be that in all her phrases stirred the grinding water and the gasping wind, but it was she and not the sea we heard. For she was the maker of the song, she sang. The ever-hooded, tragic-gestured sea was merely a place by which she walked to sing. Whose spirit is this? we said, because we knew it was the spirit that we sought, and knew that we should ask this often, as she sang. If it was only the dark voice of the sea that rose, or even colored by many waves, if it was only the outer voice of sky and cloud of the sunken coral water-walled, however clear it would have been deep air, the heaving speech of air, a summer sound repeated in a summer without end and sound alone. But it was more than that, more even than her voice and ours, among the meaningless plungings of water and the wind, theatrical distances, bronze shadows heaped on high horizons, mountainous atmospheres of sky and sea. It was her voice that made the sky acutest at its vanishing. She measured to the hour its solitude. She was the single artificer of the world in which she sang. And when she sang, the sea, whatever self it had, became the self that was her song, for she was the maker. Then we, as we beheld her shrouding there alone, knew that there never was a world for her except the one she sang and singing made. Ramon Fernandez... Tell me, if you know, why when the singing ended and we turned toward the town, tell why the glassy lights, the lights in the fishing boats at anchor there, as the night descended, tilting in the air, mastered the night and portioned out the sea, fixing emblazoned zones and fiery poles, arranging, deepening, enchanting night. Oh... Blessed rage for order, pale Ramon, the maker's rage to order words of the sea, words of the fragrant portals dimly starred, and of ourselves and of our origins in ghostlier demarcations, keener sounds. This has been The Daily Poem. Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another one.